It was Greg Joseph missing from 37 yards, and the Arizona Cardinals survived. The Minnesota Vikings, they improved to 2-0 for the second straight season. We're breaking it all down, man. The good, lots of bad. Can they put games away in the future? They're going to have to figure it out. And Kyler Murray's costly turnovers. Alex and myself, we're breaking it down. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On podcast. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm uh, placing an order right now with um, an edible arrangement. I'm sending Greg <laughs> Joseph, the place kicker for the Minnesota Vikings, for knocking down not one but two 52-yarders and then uh, and then missing the 37-yarder, which gave the Arizona Cardinals the game. Kirk Cousins and crew were able to march down the field after the Cardinals had a uh, ill-fated attempt at just uh, weathering the game away, salting the game away. They didn't do it. But they're able to survive nonetheless. You can look at the box score. You can see a lot of sexy statistics. But there are also uh, some equally you know, disturbing statistics, including two Kyler Murray interceptions. Here to break it all down, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock here. This show brought to you by our friends that we joined earlier today. Ross Jackson and, uh, of course, Cordy Rourke looking for a Sunday pregame show that talks about every game, every team in depth. Check out the Locked On NFL Sunday Show live every Sunday morning, 11 Eastern. That's eight out here in the West. No sketches, no celebrity camos, no fluff, just football. Every Sunday morning with host Cody Rourke, Ross Jackson. Follow, subscribe to the Locked On NFL on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. YouTube. How about that? Don't forget to turn on your notifications. Be notified when the show goes live every Sunday morning at 8 Pacific. All right, Alex, biggest takeaway from this victory for the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, I mean, something broke their way when they absolutely needed it to, you know, because that that last possession on offense was terrible. I mean, Kyler running out of bounds, obviously didn't want to get hit. So the only place was to go out of bounds. Uh, third and 16, I'd much rather they'd taken a deep shot. I mean, if even if he got the ball intercepted, it would have acted like a punt. Um, but they survived. You know, they survived. And, I mean, and the, the other thing is, that, I mean, they don't have as much talent that they need in the cornerback room. You know, that's that was the glaring thing for me. When the pass rush isn't bailing them out, the secondary has limitations. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there were there were a couple costly things that happened in the second half that if, if they didn't happen, the Arizona Cardinals would have made it a lot easier on themselves instead of having to rely on Greg Joseph, poor bastard, missing a 37-yarder. He also missed a point after, after the TD earlier in the game, uh, which had the Vikings chasing one point seemingly the entire way. Uh, but, you know, it was the Kyler Murray pick to open up the second half, kind of a momentum crusher, and then they had the chance uh, that, what were they, they were up one at that point where he threw the pick uh, deep inside uh, Vikings territory. It was a deep throw. It might have looked like he got hit on the head, and that could have caused him to, to kind of make float a little bit, but uh, regardless, you know, the, the Tanner Vallejo, running into the kicker penalty, which extended that drive for the Vikings. Um, you know, th those are the bad. Those are the bad. There's a lot of good that we're absolutely going to get into on this uh, on this episode of Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, did you feel like the defense made enough um, in the second half, enough adjustments in the second half to get it done? Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, they only gave up what they gave up 10 points in the second half. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, they did. Uh, Delvin, like, it just made it a little bit more uncomfortable for Kirk Cousins. You don't need your the quarterback to be uh, like Ryan Tannehill from yesterday. They just need to be, you know, a little uncomfortable in their kitchen is all instead of playing dart, you know, target practice against the Cardinals secondary like they did in the first half. Um, Dalvin Cook, you know, had comparable numbers, had comparable numbers uh, to his him in the first half, but he was hobbled a couple times. Listen, the fact that they got away with a win was on the heels of the defense in the second half kind of shorting out what Minnesota was doing so so well in the first half. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you know, you have to give credit to the Arizona Cardinals in this game that when they got punched in the mouth earlier, early and they were able to kind of bounce back. And that was basically, that was the offense picking up the slack where last week it was the defense, you know, picking up a slow start to the offensive side of the football. And uh, they go into the halftime with the – an unbelievable 17 point second quarter to, you know, take that lead early on and then not look back. I mean, did look back. I mean, it was the, basically the definition of looking back. It was the, the, the Vikings just wouldn't go away. It was Michael Myers, the entire game mm-hmm. too, that uh, with that um, the last few minutes that if Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray uh, didn't put this thing away, that Kirk cousins was going to put together a drive to put them in a position. He exactly. He did that exactly. And it just came down to damn luck at the end of this game. Yeah. I mean, this isn't sustainable, <laughs> you know, No, like this, this isn't how you want to win football games. Sure. You got a W and this is not putting a wet blanket on the situation, but the Cardinals were the better team for 30 to 40% of this game. And they got away with it, you know, and this is all, and this is all. And the moratorium, what do I have? Another 12 hours. <laughs> Kyler Murray bailed out this offense again. So 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 put them let, in a, let's see tough spots as well. Now now the uh the quarterback draw from the 12 was masterful. Just like the play action bootleg for Kyler Murray from the two or whatever it was last week was a genius play call. The Christian Kirk like long catch, the Rondell Moore catch, you know, which Pat, which Patrick Peterson uh aided in like you're, you don't want your quarterback to be running around like a crazy person behind the line of scrimmage and just hoping to make things happen. You know, you want a little bit more of a regimented offense to be able to run. And we just haven't seen it through two weeks. It's worked. They put up 75 points in the first two weeks or whatever, 72 points. But you can't say that this is sustainable when you go up against the likes of the Rams, the 49ers, and the Browns with those defenses coming up week four, five, six. Yeah, you had the ability to continue this stretch to remain undefeated out of the gates with the Jacksonville team. You're going to face them in week three. They're down. You'd rather face them at this point. If they're ever going to figure it out, it's it's going to be down the line. And it's hopefully not next week. Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer, who seems to me maybe overmatched at the NFL level. But, you know, going through this game, and let's just take everybody through it. If, if a lot of people are joining us post-game because we're recording this immediately after the game ended. I mean, basically... Joseph's field goal is still landing, you know, was it, uh, was it wide right there at State Farm Stadium? You know, I think that uh, it's important to go through this, that, you know, the Vikings came right out of the gate. Second play, they hit K.J. Osborne on a busted coverage play by Byron Murphy. They go up 7 nothing, and then the Arizona Cardinals offense comes out, and it, it sputters. It, it doesn't look good early on, and then next thing you know, I mean, Minnesota's up 14-7 to after one quarter, and then the Arizona Cardinals, they start 
picking up, you know, we start to see an unbelievable plays by Kyler Murray, including, including that uh, QB um, run up the middle to score. And then you had the Rondell Moore, big 77 yard touchdown pass. Uh, another blown coverage. That one was, um, was, was uh, Patrick Peterson on that one. DeAndre Hopkins had an early score. It was actually the first score for the Arizona Cardinals, a big touchdown pass and catch against Patrick Peterson. And then we didn't hear much from Nuke later in that game. Like I, I kept on seeing it was nice to see AJ Green get involved in this contest, Alex. But I thought they dialed up his number too often, especially when the game was on the line. Yeah. I mean, I know that they had a safety spying DeAndre Hopkins, but you got to throw the kid the ball. Yeah. You got to throw him the ball. You know, I mean, it's it's it it's something that that was a problem last year. And again, they got away with it, which is great. Okay. Max Williams was an absolute pro bowler today. I think he had almost 10% of his career catches. Like, yeah, I think he had 80 catches to start the game today in his career, and he had six today. You know, DeAndre Hopkins on Patrick Peterson, throw short routes, throw, give DeAndre Hopkins the chance to make plays like he does. I, I don't, I, Blows my mind that he had four catches in the first quarter, including a touchdown, and you don't go back to him pretty much again. You, you just completely remove him from the offense. Now, it's it's great that he's going to keep secondaries honest, which allows Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, and A.J. Green to get more single coverage that they can that, you know they can take advantage of. But, man, you, you got to throw the beast a rock, man. You know, yeah. he's the best receiver in the league. No doubt about it. Uh, we're getting more into this contest. The Arizona Cardinals, a 34-33 win. We're saying that they survived the Minnesota Vikings. It was a game that Alex and I had the Arizona Cardinals winning a little bit more handily than that. Both of us had, uh, predicted 31-17. And the Vikings, I mean, they had um, they, they were well above 17 points you know, before the end of the first half. Let's get into uh, more takeaways from this contest and where the Arizona Cardinals absolutely have to improve if they really want to compete in this uh, this NFC West that is absolutely just on fire out of the gates, you know you've got Seattle right now in overtime. If they can pull out a victory there, the NFC West will improve to six and zero. But I will tell you this: the Arizona Cardinals. I have to thank my lucky stars. I'm moving on in my survivor pool. Your runyourpools.com. Thanks to uh, like I said, old uh, Mister Joseph for missing that field goal. I'm moving on. I'm surviving and advancing. And football season is back. And if you're looking to get into a survivor pool, it's no, it's not too late. You can go to runyourpool.com. It's ridiculously easy to run your football pool with your friends, family, office mates. They offer dozens of formats, including survivor pick'em, squares, margin, confidence pools, 33, and more. Run your pool host formats for the NFL, college football. Get in on it. Check them out today. Get $10 off runyourpool.com slash locked on or use the promo code locked on at checkout anywhere, everywhere in the world. Runyourpool.com helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season's it's it's in full swing, man. And runyourpool.com slash locked on. They have your pool up and running in just minutes. Runyourpool.com slash locked on. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy hanging out here on a uh we're gonna this is gonna be our Monday episode, so we'll we'll get it. We're it's streaming live right now. It's gonna be Nice and packaged for you later this evening and, of course, Monday morning on all your podcast sites. Can't wait uh, to kind of take a step back after this and kind of look at what went wrong, went right for this offense. Any, what, What's your main takeaway as far as Kyler Murray's performance, Alex? I mean, superstar, right? I mean, I know he had the two picks, but it, you can't get away from the unbelievable plays he was making. Uh, it's still put him in a Christian way. Yeah. Hey, TJ. 
Did you just watch the last 60 minutes? Of course we look stressed out. Come on, bro. I mean, yeah, I, Kyler, he's a wizard. You know, he's a wizard. And uh, his ability, like, again, very few rushing yards today and still putting up, I think he had 400 passing yards, and I, I think it was 25 or 30 uh, rushing yards. I mean, he what, he, yards, yeah. what he does behind the line of scrimmage when he's not getting taken down by Daniil Hunter is just, is masterful. Like, and I, I use that word with Cliff Kingsbury earlier, like his ability to throw on the run when he's not hanging it up too high, like on one of his interceptions, Yeah, he's still pretty accurate. And the whole idea is corners can only defend wide receivers for so long. And if Kyler has the ability to extend plays in his own way, wide receivers are going to get open, especially guys like Christian Kirk and Rondo Moore. We saw a whole lot of that today. Yeah, I mean, you saw him spread the ball around. He had seven receptions from Rondell Moore, seven from Max Williams, who had 94 yards receiving. It was like he was going to be the first tight end to hit the century mark in like two decades almost for the Arizona Cardinals, which is unbelievable. Christian Kirk with that fourth and that fourth and five play. Uh, I mean, talk Such about a dumb play. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very reminiscent though of the touchdown pass to Christian Kirk, where Kyler Murray was just he just dropped back, launched it. Dropped to his knees and prayed to whatever God he prays to. I don't know what, but then he, he connected with Christian Kirk. I'd love to hear, you know, if Rodney Hudson was also part of that, if, if, they, if they saw something coverage-wise and they just felt like that was the right play to make. But that was pretty much, if you look back in hindsight, key to them winning this game. Uh, I mean, Christian Kirk, 65 yards. DeAndre Hopkins, as we said, four catches, 54 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Green, his first Arizona Cardinals touchdown, 44 yards. And then Chase Edmonds, 29 yards in the air. And then he also had 46 yards on the ground. This run game, I hope they figure it out next week. Might be a good opportunity against Jacksonville. They didn't, uh, you know, they didn't, uh, they weren't able to kind of take the air out of the football in the second half enough to kind of slow down this Vikings offense, which was firing on all cylinders. For sure. And I mean, just looming over how important this win is. Seattle and Tennessee are in overtime right now as we record this podcast. If they win, all four teams are going to be two and zero in the NFC West, There's and that no, so so there are eight teams, or that will be eight wins in the NFC West. The rest of the NFC has nine. So <laughs> I mean, it's just like it, it, it's it's a thing that this that missed kick, we're going to look back and say, wow, that's why the Cardinals made the playoffs. Something I mean, if if the Cardinals do make the playoffs, that is going to be a talking point that we're going to bring up. Like remember week two, oh Greggy boy. It yeah. was totally worth the edible arrangement that you sent him to get that to get that W. Um, yeah, man. I mean, and that's like we're all what we've seen so far this year. Zayvon Collins is an NFL player. Isaiah Sam, uh, Isaiah Simmons is taking a step forward. Christian Kirk is coming back from the dead, and Rondell Moore is a bona fide wide receiver in this league. Whether you use him in more of the the gadgety role because of his elite speed, or just a pure wide receiver. We saw all the bags of tricks from Rondell Moore today. Yeah. You know, so all the question marks. And Byron Murphy's playing well. Yeah. You know, outside of the uh, the big-time blown coverage, he could have had an opportunity on a ball that was batted down at the line of scrimmage late in that contest. Mm -hmm. Cousins, you heard Aqib Talib on the actual on the, um, the broadcast that said if that thing made it past the safety that knocked it down, uh, Byron Murphy would have been right for him to pick it and, and take it potentially – to the house who knows but you know the defense you know after this performance obviously is alex mentioned just 10 points in the second half after giving up 21 in the first half and kirk cousins all three of his touchdowns were in the first half early in the second half you're like okay 
he's got three touchdowns to the three like main guys we knew he was going to try to get the ball to. You know, what are they going to do? And they, they were able to to force more three and outs and, and get the offense in a position to, to win this game. Jalen Thompson and Buda Baker, eight tackles combined to lead the Arizona Cardinals. Isaiah Simmons also eight total tackles once again in the lead for uh, for for the Arizona Cardinals team lead as far as tackles are concerned. One sack. It was kind of it was J.J. Watt. It was uh, Chandler Jones, but I think Marcus Golden was the one that was credited with that sack. That's not enough. I did not expect that against this this offensive line for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Uh, you know what their game plan was, protect her cousins and spring Dalvin Cook. And yeah. both of those were predicated upon the offensive line doing a much better job than they did against Cincinnati. Man, imagine being Minnesota right now. Poor Luke Braun. Like, losing Dalvin Cook fumbling and then losing that game against Cincinnati on the road, then coming on the road and losing in this fashion. I mean, is Mike Zimmer going to go up the ranks for um, fire, you know, the most likely to get fired? Is he going to be number one? I mean, they're zero two, and their record does not—it's uh, not favorable for them to notch their first win anytime soon. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings right now—I uh, believe they have to take on the Seattle Seahawks here pretty soon, and then they have to, uh, yeah, they take the Seahawks, and then they take on the Browns, and then they can get the the Lions that next week. But man, that's uh, that's a tough start. I mean, you go zero four, and then you are also like one four down the stretch. You know, that's. That's basically what one in seven over the last couple your last few games. That's that's not enough, especially with how much money you're paying Kirk Cousins. It's uh, yeah, that's not a good stretch for for the Minnesota Vikings. Some other takeaways from this victory for the Arizona Cardinals: Kyler Murray, uh, you know, despite the two picks, I, I still believe that he's establishing himself early on, like last season, as a most valuable player candidate. We'll get more into the performance from Kyler Murray. It's Bo Brock. It's Alex Clancy. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And, man, it was beautiful today. I was, you know, when it was a break on the Arizona Cardinals game, I was flipping in between. I was just on Ted Lasso because <laughs> the stream gives you the opportunity to take your live TV and your on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can take your favorite sports, your favorite shows, and your favorite movies and watch them all in one place and not miss a beat. The best part, there's no annual contract. Stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. And uh, while you're watching DirecTV, Built Bar is where you need to be, uh, you know, going to ingest some sort of protein. Built, uh, Built Bar is the best protein, the best tasting protein bar on the planet. Uh, Bo and I both, did you get cookies and cream also in oh, the yeah. mail? Okay, yeah. so Bo and I both got yeah. Cookies and cream built bars um, sent to us by the lovely people at Built Bar yesterday. I'm looking at the box right now. Um, built Bar is the healthiest candy bar you'll ever have. It's another way to look at it. They have uh, upwards of 18 grams of protein, less than five grams of sugar, 180 calories or less. They have nine amazing flavors coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and Bo's favorite salted caramel. Couple limited time edition ones. Uh, orange and strawberry are all awesome. They're all uh, chocolate covered. They're like four or five bites each. They don't taste like chalk, uh, which is fantastic. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first box. LOCKED15 at built.com. You know, I, I was really uh, surprised. Nick Vigil is a baller for the Minnesota Vikings defense. The linebacker was making plays all over the field for me. Almost had the turnover. 
uh, at the goal line from Rondell Moore on a strange play that went the Cardinals way and turned out to be a Kyler Murray touchdown the next play. Eric Kendricks for the second straight week, double-digit tackles for them. Uh, you saw Daniil Hunter, three sacks. He was in the backfield. A guy like Kyler Murray, shifty and tough to take down. He couldn't do anything with Daniil Hunter. So, you know, I do see that. Uh, I see you guys out there. I think it was Thomas that had mentioned, you know, he 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 felt like he was surprised how the good the Vikings defense played this game. I completely agree. You know, the, uh, the Vikings, you know, as much as Kyler Murray was out there making these incredible plays, they were also keeping their team in the game with these uh, forcing turnovers, making big plays um, outside of their defensive secondary. I mean, that's that's the one group that you're just like, yeah, you could feast on them. There was no big plays really be ma- being made. I felt like they were just poor throws made by Kyler Murray. Yeah, you know, uh, it's – We've been yearning, I at least have, for um, the offense to go win a game. And it was kind of ugly today, but they went and won a game. You know, the, the defense uh, did, did them no favors in the first half. Kyler Murray put the Cardinals behind um, behind the eight ball with the pick six to start the second half. Who would have thought that throwing an interception uh, going in third, first possession of the third quarter could be trumped in week two, but it was with the pick six. But, you know, they went and won a game, and the offense did it. And that's something that is supremely important moving forward because, yes, defense wins championships, but there's never been a time where offense is more, you know, favored by the rules and uh, and, and referees than now. So your offense needs to be able to win you games that you don't really necessarily have business winning, and that's what the Cardinals found themselves at today. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It was really great to see, seriously. You know, it was really good. Our friend Chris Gregory here pointing out, uh, I guess there's an indeed posting for a, a place kicking position for a uh, for the Minnesota Vikings already up on the internet as the internet remains undefeated. But it's wins like this that later down uh, the schedule, when you've got to face the Los Angeles Rams in December, or you've got to take on you know Dallas on January 2nd, or Seattle to wrap up the season, that you're not going to turn your nose up and you're not going to remember you know all the you know, the reasons they shouldn't won. You'll take an ugly victory anytime over a, a loss 10 times out of 10. So this is a, this was huge at the Arizona Cardinals call it lucky, call it whatever you want, but this was a big victory and you never will turn one down, especially when you're competing in a tough NFC West. I mean, victories are going to be, are going to be tough to come by in this division. That's just going to be a murderer's row. Yeah. Do they win? Are you sure? Should we check the count? Um, as far as I, Cardinals, yeah, <laughs> they won. Uh, okay, good. Um, I, the Seahawks just lost, uh, so that's the first. Finally, you know, yeah. uh, finally the first little breath of fresh air you can get. Here's, and, oh, and how and what a terrible loss for the Seahawks! They were up two scores the majority of that game. Um, all in all, what grade would you? I mean, you give this a B plus. I think that the offense, I mean, th- there was parts of this game where the offense was dominant. I mean, th- that run in the second quarter to to take the lead before going into halftime and to see a guy that could be consistent in the kicking game and Matt Prater and what a weapon that is. Yeah. Uh, and then Kyler Murray now nine total touchdowns on the season, nine total touchdowns on the season through two games. I mean, and, and the make those the are Patrick that, Mahomes numbers. Yeah, they're, they're Mahomes numbers and they're plays that only Mahomes can make. I'm, Lamar Jackson can't make that play. No. He can't make that throw down the field to. No. Uh, so, you know, the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, you know, as far as the, uh, the offense is concerned, I'm going to give the offense a B plus, but as far as the defense, 
you know, it's it's a D to C minus. It was it was just a performance that you wanted more at them, especially with that offensive line that was coming in. I watched Cincinnati play today. They weren't that great as far as getting to the quarterback in, in, in their contest against Chicago, uh, but they were pretty good at get, get, getting Kirk Cousins. I, I know they make adjustments, but still, that's your bread and butter. Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, Marcus Golden, got to get that pressure on the quarterback. They weren't getting it at all. I mean, credit to Dalvin Cook, but that, that defense needs to rebound. They're going to have a good opportunity against a rookie quarterback in week three. You know, it's a perfect game. It's a perfect time for it with Rams 49ers without, and, uh, without and Cleveland. Without having to lose, you know? Yeah. Talk about you get to learn a lot about your team but without having to sacrifice the W. Yeah. I mean, it's a really good spot to be in. Yeah. It's just a really good spot to be in. And you look at Seattle losing to Tennessee, who the Cardinals put a whoop into last week. Yeah. I mean, it's got to make you feel good. That it, like sometimes, like I'll tell you what, film session ain't going to be fun for the Cardinals this week. You know, because there were a lot of blunders, a lot, a lot of blunders. Chandler Jones was pretty much non-existent. He was pretty much non-existent except for his one big hit behind the line of scrimmage on Dalvin Cook, and then you know he, being in the vicinity uh, for the sack. Uh, on, on Kirk Cousins where he fumbled the ball. J.J. Watt behind the line of scrimmage a couple times. We didn't see a whole lot out of him. You know, Buda Baker is doing Buda Baker things. But all in all, it's just uh, exhale, have a good night's sleep, and move on. Let, let me ask you this as far as trying to fix things. We know that the, the front seven, it's probably just going to be adjustments being made. You know, you like that group uh, as far as Watt. Chandler Jones, the guys in the teeth of that defense. You like the linebackers. Jordan Hicks made some great plays out there, especially one in coverage. Isaiah Simmons, as we said, he was tied for the team leading tackles. Zayvon Collins showed up. be interesting to see what his snap percentage was. But the secondary, your thoughts on the secondary before we get out of here, I think it's necessary. And we'll see what Marco Wilson's status is going forward, injured in the game. Uh, do you think it's necessary to, to add somebody, and how would you go about that? I mean – yeah, but it's, I mean, it's you know, it's 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 too late. <laughs> Not too late. I mean, there's gonna be there's going to be teams that are falling already out of favor. Uh, that are you know before now in the NFL trade deadline, there's gonna be teams that have fallen yeah. on the roster. Steve Keim is sitting there on eleven million dollars in salary cap space. You know, this team, if they can keep it up, especially with a chance to go three and zero in week three against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean. It would be a good spot for them to where they could they could pull off a trade for a vet corner that's on a bad team. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, and, and that's the thing is you can look at your draft picks for next year and see you know what this again I use this a lot. This is a very fragile ecosystem, and there is some sort of shelf life. And if you want to go get somebody that may be ungettable for a first or second round pick, you do it. I mean, you, you, weird things happen when you start winning, and it's like you know what. Maybe we need to expedite the process a little bit to get the secondary in line if they're going to make a playoff push. I know it's only two weeks. I completely understand. The murderer's row of their schedule is yet to begin. But if you want to set yourself up for success, get somebody in to learn the defense at a time before, they, before you need them to perform right away. But something needs to happen. Something needs to happen. Yeah, and, and as far as the other unit that we were, we were kind of um, a little hesitant to embrace before the season the running back room uh we mentioned is not being able to kind of shorten the game the 103 yards on the ground 46 your your leading rusher from chase edmonds i think that's more of a play calling thing because they, they only had 21 carries 
you'd like to see more carries. But, you know, as far as the flow of the offense went, it uh, at least in the second half, I didn't see a lot of opportunities for it. But you would like to see it, especially in that final, you know, final three, two minutes where they fell horrendously short and gave Kirk Cousins one last shot at it. Luckily, they didn't, uh, they didn't lose. Right. And I mean, you're going to deal with if it's if it's a combination of them not running and and, and Kyler throwing the ball more, you're going to have to deal with more interceptions because Kyler is now comfortable playing in the NFL and not just going down early like he did before, uh, you know, in year one where, yeah, he didn't have a lot of interceptions, but he took a whole lot of sacks. So he's going to be throwing the ball more. He's going to be letting it fly, especially with the playmakers they have from the wide receiver position where guys can just go up and get balls. Some of those are going to be intercepted. So, yeah, I mean, they ran for over 100 yards, which is fine. We would be talking about, like, they should have established a run more if they would have lost this game, if Greg Joseph would have made that field goal. So the fact that they won, you just kind of pass it off to next week and say, you know what, you kind of hope that they'll just improve a little bit more with this. The offensive line was fine. DJ Humphreys got beat like like he like he stole something a couple times from Daniil Hunter. But all in all, whatever. That, what the, the hell opening, are we supposed to say after that happened? After what we just watched? Drive. The opening drive bookends where your left and right tackle got dueling penalties. That was that was pretty <laughs> ugly, but they cleaned it up for the most part. You know, uh, it would be interesting. You know, hopefully Dennis Gardek comes back off the PUP or the IR soon. You know, he had the hand injury after the uh, ACL surgery, so he's a guy that uh, would help out the special teams. It played well. They had a big special teams play after the penalty that that nearly cost them. Uh, so there's a lot. Look, it's a victory. You'll take it. Arizona Cardinals beat the Minnesota Vikings 34-33. They survived. They send the Vikings to 0-2. Cardinals improved to 2-0 for the second straight year. You know, it's you'll take it. A win is a win is a win. Up yep. next to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Alex, I, where you're going to be, I believe, on Cardinals locker room tonight, 12 news. Tune in. Watch us. Our guy, uh, Ryan Cody, Lena Washington will be there, and we're going to give our thoughts on this game. Um, cannot wait to do that. And, of course, we're going to have a, you know, our Tuesday episode is always less knee-jerky. Dust will settle. We'll have more clear thoughts. Alex's moratorium will be over. We'll be interested to hear if he's critical of Cliff Kingsbury. He said some nice things about him today. So, uh, you know, this has been a fun one. Guys, just snuck through with a W. The Arizona Cardinals, you'll take it. Kyler Murray. Three touchdowns, two picks, 400 yards, another touchdown on the ground, nine total TDs for the season, and his squad is 2-0. and Anything else before we get out of here, Alex? Woo! No. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I think we said all we needed to say here. Like, that was that was fun. That was a wild. That game felt like it was 12 and a half hours long. There was, there was I mean, no that was a wild game. There was no slowing down at all. Also, can't wait to talk to our guy, Tony Wiggins, one of the most entertaining guys on the yeah. network. He's going to uh, break down this Jaguars team. And let us let me let you know that betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. I like the Cardinals at three and a half. Our guy, Lee Sterling, probably like the Vikings at plus three and a half. The new Lockdown Bets podcast is hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. Get the daily picks, blowout specials, and wrong team favorite picks. And Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown that's podcast brought to you by the betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts for Alex Clancy on Bo Brock. Follow the podcast at Lockdown Easy Cards and follow Alex at Clancy's Corner and follow me at B O B R A C K. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with you with a new episode of Locked On Cardinals on Tuesday. Of course, we're doing the halftime show every Cardinals game. That's next Sunday. 
against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Be well.